Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Confidant School. I'm your host, Mike Razor. Hopefully you all are having an amazing day today. Just like I stated earlier, in real estate, you have the power. You have the power to change lives. You have the power to build. You have the power to develop. Develop real estate. Develop friendships and develop enemies. You have the power to develop friends and enemies with bankers, with lawyers, with accountants, with people in the government. This is all a part of this whole game. Now let me ask you, do you have a team? If you don't, you need a team. You can't always go alone. You need a team to win. Football, you need a team. Baseball, you need a team. Government, you need a team. Make sure you get your team. Whether you are an investor or you are an agent or a broker, get your team. Protect yourself. One group of individuals cannot control the whole narrative of the monetary system. One or two or whatever. Okay? There's a process with this. There's always a top, a covering. And only a select few have the ability to get above. You knock on the door the right way, you get in. You knock on the door the wrong way, you liable to get killed. Or go to jail or various other things. Understand that this thing is real. And the way that this is played out has played out for years probably before you've been born. So understand, this is an old play. This isn't a new play. This play is old, 1800s old, 1700s old, 1600s old. Get your war chess. Realtors, Investors, business people, get your war chest. And I'm talking about all racial differences, all religious differences, all of you. Understand, the followers I have right now, I count at a hundred right now on Instagram. If you're not on Instagram, go ahead and follow us on Instagram, The Real Estate Confidant. Let's get this, put this together. You put this together. Whether you work for a a realty company or you starting your own company or what have you. Get your 
attorneys. Get your accountants. Get your other realtors, brokers, business people that you can work with. Marketing. Understand that you that you as an individual, you are now a boss. You have to be seen as a boss. Represent yourself as a boss. However you see it being done, you need to do it. If you need help, mentorship. But you need to build and understand various cultures are used to various things. So one might not like one because of one reason and the other might not like the other for another reason. But one thing you do not do is mess with a man's money or family or life. Now, paperwork, having your attorneys create contracts, agreements, thinking, you got to think like like a chess move. If you don't know how to play chess, learn. YouTube is there. Understand? Get it together. I've seen so many people talking about, come on, hop on my game, hop on this, hop on that. Let me show you how to build real estate. Let me show you how to develop. Let me show you how to this. Here's my booklets. Here's my plans. Money, money, money. They do little visuals and this and that. My plan. $5,000 $5,000 mentorship, $10,000 mentorship, 20. You make a $5,000 mentorship program for a kid that's in the hood that just turned 18, didn't go to college yet. He admires you. $5,000 ain't cutting it. He don't even have $349 to split up for you to, for him to give. And yet for some reason, these things are tolerable now don't get me wrong I understand there's levels to it and I understand people still have to live people still have to eat and people feel like their value is a certain amount and I respect that that's what you're supposed to do but also understand why you're doing that have a disclaimer something on the side to say hey you 18 year old 21 year old 34-year-old, 50-year-old trying to get out of his own way. If you're truly interested, truly interested, let's have a conversation. Let's figure this out. And that's the truth. You are your war chest. Inside of you is 
your thoughts, your emotions, your game plan. Structure your game plan to win, not to lose. Some of you all have already started this process on a losing end. You're already thinking from a loser's mindset. Some of you all don't even want to get up earlier than you have been. Some of you all don't want to clean your house. Some of you all don't want to go outside to the corner store. Well, if you can't go to the corner store in this frigid cold wind just to get a snack or whatever, then this might not be the game for you. Because you're going to come up under opponents that you only see on TV. Opponents that are very powerful. Opponents that know people that know people that know people. And you wonder why this sort of thing is happening. Why you got let go from your job over here. Why this police officer over here came to Uh, interrogate you. Why this? Why that? You never know. Why the attorneys are not doing what they, they usually do. Now you also have to understand this about the war chest. In the war chest, you're going to see some things that you are not going to be comfortable with. Some things that you were once told was not the right thing. But then again, at the same time, you realize this is about how things happen on that next level. You ready to go to that next level? You ready to get your family out of a certain way? Poverty, etc. You're going to have to be willing to restructure your state of mind for the levels and the devils. And the metals that come with this next level. Now, when I was 24, I think it was 24, 23, 20, something like that. I made the, I I, I took the opportunity to go into a field that I knew was lucrative. That I knew from the movies that it would be hard work. But through that hard work would get you to that next level. Maybe even get your family out of poverty. This is general. I learned To represent yourself as the man that you are. I'm a man, so man as you are. Woman as woman as you are, obviously. Present yourself to the utmost. Iron your clothes. Dress appropriately. Suit. Tie. Not Brooks Brothers. Excuse me. Not excuse me. Let me me retract that. Not Stacy Adams. Okay? Not shoes that are not shined. Okay? Not gator shoes. 
Okay? There's a certain a certain level and a certain devil and a certain metal. Remember, war chess. If you don't know what to do, then look it up. Look up the appropriate business attire for your interview. Some businesses don't even require you to wear a suit. If you're going into software engineering, it's more of a relaxed fit. But you, as a realtor, a real estate investor, a businessman, someone who's in there getting the money, owning your real estate, developing your team, structuring your war chest, you are wearing a suit. I don't care. Now, you know, pull back. This is only my my way of doing things. You know, I have a lot of friends and a lot of my friends, they prefer one way. Some prefer others. I've even seen people that I've done business with not wear suits at all. I've seen some people have jogger outfits. Uh, Hugo Boss jog suits. You know, to uh, million dollar showings and what have you. You know, so don't get me wrong. Now, this is my war chest. This is what I'm teaching you how to do. Right? And the only reason I'm saying that is because you have bias out there. You have bias. People that don't know you out there that's going to meet you for the first time. Okay? You don't have the luxury as a newbie real estate professional to not have a suit and look presentable. Yes, you can look presentable without having a suit on, but I don't recommend it. Why would you take the chance on losing out on a million dollar deal just because you don't have on the suit? Come on, ladies and gentlemen, let's do this the right way. Shoes. If you have to shine them, you go and you shine them. This is your war chest. Shoes. Shine those shoes. Black shoes. Okay? And if you don't have money for a shoe shine, then you go into your cabinet, you get some Vaseline. <laughs> some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Get a napkin, get a napkin or two. Put the napkin in the Vaseline and go ahead and rub it all over that shoe. Okay? And then wipe it off with a new piece of uh, new piece of napkin. It's going to be as shiny as it could get. Okay? Socks. Make sure they black or they match with your tie. Okay? That's number two. Black or match with tie. War chest. Next thing that you want, your dress shirt. Oh, excuse me. Your belt needs to be the same color as your shoes. Next, your dress shirt needs to match. Okay? And it, it sh do the best that you can with what you have. But make it look as good as you possibly can. No wrinkles. Okay? No wrinkles. No wrinkle suit now. 
If you and then the next thing is your tie or your bow tie. If you don't know how to tie tie, go look it up, okay? Go to YouTube, Gentleman's Gazette. They will teach you how to do that. Okay? They'll teach you how to do a Windsor, double Windsor, all of that stuff. War chess. Okay? You are a business person now. It's not just about the suit. It's about why you went and received your license. If you received your license. Or why you decided to uh, build an LLC. Right? Or partnership. Now that you got that in order, you're going to get a haircut or you're going to clean. You, you're going to somehow get your hair clean. You're going to do something with that hair and your facial hair. If you need to cut it all off, then go ahead and cut it all off. Whatever you have to do, but you're going to get it done. Whole presentation needs to be right. The whole presentation. War chess. Okay? War chess. What's next? Understand, you got to learn the system now. You are a builder of lives. You are a developer of real estate. You are a seller and a buyer and all of the above. You are the grand brand new. You are the queen and the king of it all. You are the sugar honey iced tea. Now, you have to look at this as if this is war. What's your next move? You're competing against a whole lot of people out there. I don't know the statistics anymore, but I think it's around... 240,000 agents in New York. So separate, I mean, we're talking about across the world. Okay. So what's the next step? How are you going to maneuver? You have to present yourself in the appropriate manner. First things first. Start learning how to play chess. Begin to learn that you're the king. Kings move one step. One step. One step. One step. One step. They move in a calculated movement. One step. One step. After one step. One step. After their pawns move, one step, one step. After their knight moves, one step. Rook move, one step. Queen moves. King, one step. The council has moved to show and protect. You now make the decision to make a step. Next, 
Understand that the group that you have around you will not always be fully loyal. Even though they say they'll be with you, they are your team. They also have personal lives and they have things in their lives that they are dealing with psychologically. Goals that they're trying to achieve. And you have them as your team. So you as a king, how are you going to maneuver? Which ways are you going to think? Who are you going to fire first? Who are you going to move up to captain? This is not a game. This is serious, people. This business is no joke. In my years of experience, I've had various oppositions. I've seen people have various oppositions. It's a part of the whole system, right? You have people coming in internationally to be real, real estate agents, realtors, brokers, whatever. Legally, they have the right to get a job. They work. They do what they have to do to get the money to do whatever they need to do. Understand a real estate law. Understand there's some ethics and guidelines. If you go against those guidelines, you will create enemies in those guidelines. Some of which don't even care because they do it to others. But some do. So the minute that you cross that line, the minute that you take their client, the minute that your client goes away from you and you ain't signed no paperwork with them, is the minute you lose. It's your fault. So how you going to win? How are you going to maneuver through this? Because you need to do it right. Now, whatever agency you're with, hopefully they have a disclosure agreement. Hopefully they have an exclusive agreement between you and a client. Before you show anything, movements, maneuvers, step by step, what's your next step? How are you going to move? And you still got your team behind you with some have already considered taking you out. You haven't even started yet and they're already ready. Then you have some that don't trust anybody. Some of your team, they don't trust you, not because they don't want to trust you. They don't trust you because they themselves have psychological problems they've dealt with in the past with other people. So they're putting it on you as a mirroring image. They're putting it on you. But then also they're expecting for you to do right. But they're not going to give you that opportunity to hurt them. What are you going to do? I've gained friends. I've lost friends. I've had friends in the industry, friends not. Some amazing people. State of minds are different. Some people work harder than others. I had to move on. Some people believed someone else rather than the friend that they had. What is the truth? 
Who is the friends? Who are the friends? Understand that, like I said before, this industry has a lot of facets. It has a lot of laws. You got to move strategically. Listen to what everybody is saying. Read and study as much as you can. Understand the market that you're working in 100% or as close to it as you can. Make the right move. This is your war chest. People pay attention to you. People listen. If you help someone out that you know is a person that's an ally, then you make that move with the expectation of whatever you feel, expecting either something in return later or nothing at all. Doesn't hurt you if you don't expect anything at all. No expectation from anyone is the best expectation. That way, when they do you dirty, if they do you dirty, you won't have any remorse. Not one piece of remorse. See, you women out there that are listening, now you all a segment. Fiery, ferocious, claws, men, lions, bears. Some monsters. How are you going to move up? Where's your next deal coming from? How are you going to close? War chest. Keep your eye on the focal point. What's your focus? What's your monetary goals? I plan on making $2 billion in three months. That's $41,666,666 a week. Where's your numbers? What's happened this week for you? Why are you moving so slow? Why are you sitting there eating ice cream? Other than you know it tastes good. This thing is going to have you moving, baby. You creating your war chest. Get your war chest together. Get it together now. Get a piece of paper and write it down. If you have to rewind this, rewind it. But write it down. Implement these things, people. 
Let's get started. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Okay? Follow me on Instagram, The Real Estate Confidant. Send a message. This structure, this movement that you are now, you're a king. This is like a ghost. You wake up when nobody's there. Everybody's asleep. You sleep when everybody's up, but only for a couple of hours. You can see the square footage of a home just based off a visual. You know the amount of air rights on a property. You know what the tax law is. Even though you have a real estate attorney working with you. You understand the structure of FHAs. You understand the structure of business in general. Conventional loans, you understand that. 20% down or more, whatever. Construction loans, you, you understand that. You understand the difference between interest rates when, with regard to uh, credit scores. You understand the point systems with the banks. You understand negotiating with contracts between buyer and seller. You understand the route you need to go. And along the way, you're going to have people that are right there with you running a race, running away a race. You're going to be admired and they're going to admire you. You're going to be interested in being their friend. And that's okay. You all could go up at the same time together. Then you're going to have people who you love and you care about that are your friends. But in their mind, in their mind, they're not ready to go to that next level. They're not ready to get past that barrier. But sometimes, is it them to blame for this reasoning? When you have... A barrier to entry to the next level. Whether you not like it or not, once you get it past a certain point, if you decide to move past a certain point monetarily, you're going to be working with people that you've never worked before. You're going to be hearing conversations that may have may may get you uncomfortable very uncomfortable conversations about neighborhoods that you grew up in decisions that are being made over the 20 a 20 year span that will or may 
affect your family. You want to change it? This is your war chest. Now you keep that war chest locked. You keep that key on you 24-7. Nobody's going to steal that from you because that's inside. What's your next move? Dead or alive? You might have a family. You might have a wife. You might have a kid. Uh, you might have kids that you have to Take into consideration You may need to sit them down And have a conversation with them And say hey Daddy's time is going to be limited For a little while Mommy's time is going to be limited For a little while We have to get this money It's not going to be the same You a warrior now This is your dream This is your war chest. Don't let anybody ever take this away from you. Understand also, some people blackball you. It's never happened to me before. I've never had that bad of an experience to where someone made the decision to do that. I've had experiences, racial experiences, decision-making experiences, favoritism experiences, redlining experiences, monetary redlining experiences, even though people in the system say, well, no, that's not what this rule is for. And yet, the ownership of the properties are within the same lot and block. No coincidence. Structures are a certain way for a certain reason. And there's a lot of cross-contamination Not saying that anybody is deliberately doing it. Some are, some are not. Let's be honest. I just want to tell you this so you are aware when you begin to do this job. When you begin to be the king or queen. These are the rules. This is why you have your real estate attorney. This is why you have your accountant. This is why you have your financier who are supposed to be there for your best interest at heart. But let's be clear. Like I said about the other teammates you have that may have, may be ready to put you to the curb once they get to a certain point. But look, you have your attorneys, you have your accountants, and that accountant might, uh, uh, that financier might work for a company that don't like you. Maybe not, ha- it may not have anything to do with race. It may just have to do with, they just don't like you. 
You say a word that they don't like. You dress a way that they don't like. You look a way that they don't like. You live in a place that they don't like. So they look you over and go on to the next person. And guess what? The financiers, bosses are the ones who make the final decision. These underwriters, senior underwriters... And then you have to move on. This is something that happens. My beautiful people, if this ever happens, one, you got a choice. You can fight it, you can move on to the next. You make a decision. This is why you have your attorney. Now for a situation like that, a real estate attorney is not what you need. You need a bulldog. You need a an attorney that deals with criminal, criminal law. Prejudicial law. So you may need more than one attorney for various things. Do that negotiation. I shouldn't have to tell you that business cards and pens and documentation, folders, uh, all the legal documents you should already have, notepad, pen, all those things are, are things that application contracts are the things that you should have already. You take those with you wherever you go, wherever you go when you're doing business. Now it's time to move forward. You have your team. You even have a team in your realty company, in the company you work with. You guys focus on a certain neighborhood, a certain location. One person gets a deal, another person works with them, they close a deal, they get paid. Some do it individually. You find ways to maneuver through, but you get it done. The individuals that are against you will realize with your work ethic and with your push and with your drive, with your excellence, with your kingly queenliness, you were nothing to play with and they will quickly understand the reason why. Befriend people in high places. You don't need any money from them. Sometimes older people who have been doing things for a long time, judges, lawyers, etc., etc., you know, they don't have friends, genuine friends, man. Befriend these folks somehow. 
Get to know them. Keep them in your pocket. Go to their family gatherings. Bring gifts. Discuss business. Discuss this, that. Maybe they'll throw you a client. Maybe they won't. But be as genuine as you can. This way, the day that you're in turmoil and you need help, you have somebody that has your back. And if they could do it, if they could help in any way, they will. Now you go and you start selling, you start renting. You begin to meet people who have been in this industry for a long time and have closed million dollar deals regularly. They have the clientele that you're looking for. So how do you even involve yourself? Well, you have to stick around. Attend their events. See how they think. How they work, how they play. Where do they go for the holidays? What sport do they play? Do they like cars? Boats? You begin to structure yourself in the manner to which you emerge You adapt. You're a chameleon. You're the winner, winner, chicken dinner. Okay? You are the finisher. You are the Mike Tyson. Layla Ali of the game. Think. This is not for the lazy. This is not for the weak. I've been knocked down several times in the game. And I got back up. Restructured and maneuvered and kept going. And that's what you have to do. Once again, what's your ultimate goal? Keep that in your mind, write it on a paper, put it on your wall, whatever it is. Matter of fact, this is what I want you to do. War chess. Keep playing that chess. I want you to get a piece of paper and a pen. I want you to write down my dream life. At the top. Then you're going to start number one. What kind of house do you want to live in? You write that down. Number two. Do you want to drive a car? What kind of car do you want to drive? Write that down. Do you want another car? Do you want a motorcycle? Write it down. Next. Do you want a boat? Do you want a yacht? Write that down. Do you want a driver? 
Write that down. Do you want a nanny? Write that down. Do you want a chef in your home? Write that down. You need those things if you have no time. If you have no time to clean because you're trying to make that money. It has nothing to do with being lazy. It has nothing to do with not wanting to do it yourself. Wealthy people bring these people on so that they could use their time for monetary things or just so they have time for their family. You have that list down. You have your house. You have all those things. You want a helicopter, put that down. Anything that you see as a vision when you close your eyes, how you want your life to be, that's going to make you happy. You write that down. Then what I want you to do is I want you to get on the computer. If you don't have a computer, go to the library. And I want you to find out how much each of those things cost. How much would it cost for a chef? How much would it cost for a nanny? How much would it cost for that brand new mansion or a single family home that you desire in a nice neighborhood? Write those numbers down on paper. Write them all down. Now, I want you to put the total at the bottom of how much it would cost for the year to live the lifestyle you want to live. Now, if you want to add extra, like, I, I, you know, I want to take trips every two weeks or something like that. Go to Priceline and figure out how much it costs or Google it on average. Add that to it. And then if you want some extra money on the side that you're just going to have, then add an extra 200000 or something like that on top of what it is that it costs for you to live the life you want to live. And that's the number that you're looking at. That's your initial goal. Now that you have your goal in sight, $700,000 a year, $2 million a year, $2 billion a year, whatever it is, I want you to divide that by 12 and divide that by four. And that'll tell you how much you have to make every week. And if you want to divide that four, you want to divide that by seven days a week. If you work in Saturday and Sunday also, divide that and it'll tell you how much money you need to make in a day to hit that goal. Now that you know how much you need to make to live the life that you want to live, which may not seem that much. It may just be 500,000. It may be 300,000. It may be 400,000. It may be 90,000. It just depends. Now you think about it. How much are you making right now? Some of you add zero. Well, how are you going to start making your first buck? 
Some of you guys already have income. Some of you guys work part-time. Some of you guys work full-time. Good. So now you have income. How much do you make per year on average? Put that down. If you're going to focus on a real estate game, understand at some point you're going to have to go full-time. Unless you, you know, you really don't have that time, then you're going to have to work doubly hard to get to that next level. It works for some. It works for some. So I can't say that it doesn't work that that to get to that 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 million dollar mark. You, you might be able to work part time on average, part time um, part time realtors. They make minimum wage. They make average. You know, I'm not going to say minimum wage. Okay, so let me let me let me retract that. But if you're trying to get to a higher a higher price range, then more time has to come out of the day for you. Okay, so you got your number. Put that on your wall. Put that on a a whiteboard. Put it somewhere. You have your number. Now I want you to go back to the uh, internet. And I want you to get pictures of of the property that you saw that you loved. Of that boat that you saw that you loved. Of that car that you saw that you loved. I want you to take all those and I want you to put it on your wall. If you have a wall, if not, put it on a vision board, create a vision board and put it on there. But I like putting my stuff on my wall because it's right there when I wake up. I'll be looking at it and not even realize I'm looking at it. And then I want you to take that number that you have and I want you to write out on a piece of paper. Write it out. It's better to write with a pen and a pencil. I mean, pen and a paper. 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. So you be you put one, two, three, one to 10, one to 10, one to 10, 30 days, one to 10, one to 10, one to 10, 30 days. Obviously, give or take because certain months. And then right next to that, I want you to put the amount that you're supposed to make for that week. Put it there. And every day you get up. You look at that and you ask yourself, how many calls do I need to make in order to make that? Who do I need to call to make that that amount this week? Where do I need to go to make that amount this week? Get online, pick up your phone, start making phone calls. Go to your realtor site, put up advertisements, reach out, reach out to your family, friends, whoever. <clears throat> Get this party started. That first check comes in, boom, scratch, scratch the week off. If nothing happens for the week, don't put, don't, don't scratch anything off. Don't scratch a number off now. You're not scratching the number off until you start making them calls and people start coming and you start showing properties. Okay? Once you have that in place and you're showing properties, 
it's going to be a snowball effect. You may need an assistant at some point. Let the assistant help you gather the clients, respond to the client's emails and schedule your time accordingly so that you could go ahead and show the other units, the other properties. Either that or have other agents show while you're at work. Okay. That's when it starts to snowball, snowball. Okay. And now have your accountant, uh, whichever accountant is going to be, make sure they're taking out your taxes now. Either that or you start an LLC and you use the money that you're not spending on taxes. You use it for your real estate business. And if you hire people on contract, you won't be uh, you might be a sole proprietor. But now you have people that you're paying. That's a tax write off. Nonprofit organizations, tax write off, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, you have that in play, right? Money starts coming in. For those individuals who are investors and you have this, now you have the number that you need to make. So how many properties are you going to purchase in order to get that number? How many units do you need at $1,200 a unit to get the number that you need per year? You could go ahead and Google it. Look at the neighborhoods, multifamilies in the neighborhood you're looking for. Two to four units plus a storefront right below commercial. Unless you're that bold to go into commercial, 32 units, 38 units, 20, 21 units. Maybe you could work something out where you're buying a, a, a building that's owned by the company that's in it. So now you're buying the business and the real real estate and you're negotiating with the banks. That's a whole nother story, but you have the opportunity to. Now you see a dream coming. This is your war chest. Nobody can stop you from getting to where you want to be because the creator, the creative source, whichever it is within you and without you is there with you. You've made a definitive decision to do something and it knows that now and it knows that where you want to go all your life. You probably were confused and hurt and didn't know how to do this, do that. You were letting your mind control you based off your past. But now you have things set up. You are ye are gods. We are the split image of the creative source. And this is what this means. You have the ability to change things, to grow, to maneuver, to structure your life in the way that you want to structure your life. It doesn't matter if somebody tries to blackball you. You that person try to blackball you and you go back as a warrior as you are with your war chest the right way. The legal way. They won't mess with you no more. They'll know that you are a force to be reckoned with. You are not the one. Because nobody's going to stand in your way from accomplishing exactly what it is that you're here to accomplish.
and I'm out.